All right, good morning, everyone. 7 a.m. here on the West Coast. Today's date is September 7th, 2022. We got a quick update for you guys, the title of this video. XRP is a CBDC, Ripple is the central bank. Ripple is ready to custodian this central bank reserve currency. And let me explain this one after we go through today's current events, the news, the update. Then we're gonna get into what's happening right now with XRP and Ripple, how they're setting themselves up to be the lender of last resort in this financial liquidity crisis that we are now experiencing. Without further ado, let's get straight on into our current events and the price of your Bitcoin is at 18,800. So uh, the market did crash yesterday. Sorry, crash is not the correct term. It did take a little bit of a pullback. Ethereum is at 1,500. Our XRP is at 32 cents, okay? Recovering off the lows that we reached yesterday. Now, yesterday, it all began with the president of Ukraine, Mr. Zelensky, opening, ringing, ringing the opening bell, starting up trading for the day out of Ukraine. Uh, so he, he came in through a Zoom call, rung the bell, and I'll let you guys determine if there's any sort of correlation between Zelensky opening the, the stock market and the market crashing. I'll let you guys uh, find any correlation there. Now, Gazprom says it has signed a deal for China to pay Russian gas in national currencies okay you guys have already been hearing about this in the works the deals are done I, i've been saying right that the deals have been done for a while i think that they're going to be rolling out their central bank digital currencies and their uh, ability to be able to trade between them we already know the potential solutions that could get that done the russian deputy minister of finance says they're working on platforms for cross-border settlement in stable coins so Confirming what we had been speculating on, we're waiting for them to roll out the exact deal. What blockchain are they going to build on? How much gold are they going to back their currency by? Um, how much? What other commodities are they going to back their currency by? Right now, Russia is using their energy. Obviously, we're going to be covering that. So, let's continue on. What's taking place in Europe right now? Incredible liquidity crisis. Euro area clearing banks are the counterparts in the 1.5 trillion dollar energy margin calls. Lehman 2.0 or big bailouts. That is now the trade-off in Europe. So we have a bunch of energy traders trying to you know, speculate, trade on this market. And then we have the actual market where people need to actually produce the product at the price that they sold it for. And that discrepancy in there has really jacked up things in the markets over the last couple of days. $1.5 trillion energy margin call. And I believe that this is one of the reasons why the market was brought down yesterday. Wall Street Silver says we are literally watching the destruction of Japan's currency to keep these rates low. The government is printing full blast to buy these bonds and newly created bonds. This can't continue without the complete destruction of the Japanese yen. Sad. This is a glimpse at our future. This is a glimpse. We watch these other countries. How is the debt and liquidity crisis unfolding over there? What's going to be coming over here to America? Now, they are printing a massive amount of money. They're buying up all of the bonds. Uh, the 10-year, the five-year, two-year, all that deal, right? I don't go too deep on the bond market. It kind of confuses me. It's interesting little market. But nonetheless, uh, what we're seeing here is that the Federal Reserve has been loading up. They have a $9 trillion balance sheet is what they got their, their balance sheet up to last year after buying mortgage-backed securities, treasury notes, um, and basically just keeping everything propped up. But what's happening here in Japan, Japan is they're moving so much more rapidly. Japan is mulling an idea of a 50,000 yen handout for low-income families. That's right. So 
you know, everyone's going to be a winner here. Everyone's going to get a handout. But what's the value of that dollar going to be worth? 50,000 yen handouts. What do you think that's going to do for that uh, Japanese currency? Now, <clears throat> back over to Germany. Macro Alf shares this. How much German economic output is dependent on Russian gas? Basically, what can Germany produce because they're getting that cheap Russian gas? A very, very interesting take from Zoltan on the leveraged nature of this relationship. In Germany, two trillion of value added depends on 27 billion of gas from Russia. Now, what I'm interesting to watch on Twitter is I'm seeing all these people that are trying to come out and defend Europe and it, the situation is not as bad as it seems. And uh, this is all Russian disinformation. Where have we heard that one before? Uh, okay, that's fine. Okay, who are you going to get that cheap natural gas from? You're not. Now, you could get more expensive natural gas. You could eventually replace it with a Green New Deal in 20, 30, 50 years. Let me know how that program works out. The point is, guys, is that this is hitting critical mass. $2 trillion of value added depends on $27 billion of gas from Russia. Um, so, so, you know, what we're watching here unfold is Russia using, uh, just like they're saying, they're using their energy as a weapon, okay, after the West has used their trade deals and their dollars the United States dollar as a weapon of war, uh, weapon of mass destruction against other nations that don't go along with our deals for decades. But now we want to criticize uh, Russia for trying to get paid in their national currency for their gold, for their uh, gas and their oil. Liz Truss is the new prime minister of Britain, and she is considering a plan to freeze energy bills until next election. What does that solve? You know, what does any of this solve? And when when they don't pay, that means that the banks, that means that the energy companies end up going bust. That means we have a bigger liquidity crisis on hand. When you just tell everyone, nope, you don't have to pay, and we're going to print out, we're going to hand everyone 50,000 yen, we're going to relieve 10,000 student loan debt. Somebody has to pay. And um, for me, all of this confirms why we hold precious metals why I would not be having a 401k in the stock market right now. I would have already rolled it over to some precious metals. This is why I have precious metals on me, physical possession. This is why I have digital assets with scarcity like XRP, only 100 billion in circulation. Sounds like a lot until you go solve trillion dollar problems daily. You do the math, okay? Now, Liz Truss, real quick point on this. She has come out in the past as being very pro-crypto, so that's very good. We're gonna continue to watch this one closely. The Riddlers told us that London would be ready, right? London is ready. Uh, so we'll continue to watch that unfold. Now, another Riddler. How did the Riddlers always get all this stuff right? It's so crazy how they get all this stuff right, isn't it? Ross Vandermeer. I don't know when this was tweeted out. I believe this is from 2018, May 2017. This is back in the day. But Ross says, one of many accounts that just went missing off Twitter. So it will begin in Europe, I've been told. Time will tell. National emergency level liquidity crisis in Europe. Insolvent banks everywhere, especially in Europe. Let me pull that up. ODL is required now. I don't think they will hold much longer. Gold will fall 30 to 45%, then rise high. Last manipulation of gold market will occur. This is it, folks. Be ready for them to shake us up here over the next couple months. I've been predicting that the bottom of this market comes in within the next three to six months, and I'm more likely leaning towards the next like three. We'll see how it unfolds, but what are we watching break down right now in Europe as we speak? 
national emergency level liquidity crisis in Europe. Insolvent banks everywhere, especially in Europe. ODL is required now. And that's the thing. That's the whole deal here that we're going to get into at the end of this. XRP, the wholesale C CBDC, Ripple, the central bank. Perfect setup. Now, uh, just to confirm where we're at in this liquidity crisis, Bill McBride giving us some updates on real estate. Rocket is upping the conforming loan limit in advance of the actual increase. This is a 10.5% increase over the current limit. This is not this is not official. The lenders sometimes jump the gun and hold the loans on their books until January. So the maximum conforming loan amount in 2023 is set to be $715,000 from Rocket Mortgage. Now, quick point on this. Yes, the banks and the mortgage lenders have been a little bit tighter with uh, sharpening their pencil and making sure that everyone is, you know, has good credit has sufficient cash reserves, has a good job, is going to be able to pay their mortgage. But what did we just cover from Bank of America? No closing costs, no credit check, uh, no income, show up, be breathing and be, uh, be able to check the right boxes, you know, and you're going to be able to get participate in that program. So this is confirming how bad the liquidity crisis is getting and their plan is to generate more loans by lowering the standards. So this is the beginning of what took us back to the 08 financial crisis. Okay, this is just the beginning. Is it as bad as it was before? No, but just think about this. The real estate data is just as bad as the last financial crisis, and they're just now starting up these programs once again. The ninja loans, the no income, no verification, no credit. Show up breathing and be able to sign the paper, you get a loan up to 715,000 for your rocket mortgage. So apply online in five minutes, be pre-approved for $715,000. But Wall Street Silver showing us right here, the home price to median household income ratio at an all time high. So you can pull up this chart here, uh, the housing bubble. Um, so what is this? Uh, this is 7%. Home price versus the medium income ratio. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven to one. Oh, it is seven to one. Yeah, so it was at a seven and during the housing bubble of 08. Now we're well above eight. As far as eight to one home price to median income ratio, okay? So even though you're gonna be able to get approved for more, you're not gonna have the income to, to actually pay for these properties. And as I've been predicting, I think that we're gonna see the real estate market still has a ways to go. So be ready for that if you're looking to pick up deals on the cheap, okay? Now, Peter Schiff, a depression won't solve the inflation problem. A depression will result in annual federal budget deficits of five trillion or higher and over 10 trillion in maturing federal debt that must be resold. $15 trillion in annual QE means money supply soars as good supply collapses. This is called stagflation where the demand falls off, but the prices continue going higher because the federal budget deficit is going to be have to running at a $5 trillion deficit. That's, that means they're short $5 trillion on what they're spending. That's what that means in simple terms for you guys. Then we have $10 trillion in maturing federal debt that must be resold. Who's going to buy it? Who's going to take on that debt? And this is the problem. David Brady. We theoretically could have the ridiculous situation where central banks raise interest rates to counter inflation while printing currency QE 
to buy all of the debt to finance fiscal spending causing inflation. I want you guys to be ready for this because whether they let the whole system collapse now or they wait to collapse it later on down the road. I've heard a couple different theories recently about how they're about to actually start up um, an incredible, massive stimulus, massive stimulus deals that we've never seen before in the history of any of these countries. And you're seeing it in Japan, $50,000 handouts. Uh, Europe, don't have to pay your energy bill, right? Uh, here in America, 10,000 student loan debt relief. Okay. These are all part of the problems. This, this is all part of the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. That's why we call this show the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. We understand how much money is getting injected into the system, how much value needs to be moved and settled up on a blockchain. Is it going to be XRP? Maybe. Maybe it's going to be one of your other favorite cryptocurrencies. The point being, we have potentially a $5 trillion deficit that the United States will be running at. That's a prediction from Peter Schiff. We'll see if it comes through. Okay. But nonetheless, you guys got to be ready for this because whether they let the system collapse now or whether they reverse course after this election and they start to pump us up again, I'm expecting this, these markets to go absolutely insane because of the inflation that we're going to be going through. Okay. Um, unless they let the whole system collapse and then we get the reset restructuring right now, right now. Well, then we're positioned for that as well because we own the assets that matter as well. So either way it goes, we, we are positioned, we are ready. But uh, be ready for that. Be ready for that. I'm going to put together a whole different uh, video on that theory. We'll talk about the different outcomes and what could happen from there. Okay. But let's get into this XRP Ripple news. As I titled this video, XRP is a CBDC. Ripple is a central bank. What we're dealing with here is a currency that can settle anything of value at any time. No downtime. Three to five seconds can process 50,000 transactions per second on the public ledger can do over 100,000 transactions per second on the private ledger. And that's just getting started. Interledger protocol can actually do over uh, a trillion transactions per second. That's right. You heard me right. Interledger protocol can do over a trillion transactions per second. Completely insane. But let's take a look at this because we have Anthony Welfare, who is an advisor at Ripple on CBDCs. He's been given some speeches lately and he's a new, new person to watch within the XRP Ripple company, okay? He says, thanks to Crypto Eddie for the mention. Make sure you follow me for more CBDC announcements in the next few weeks. Folks, this is even gonna be coming before the Swell Conference that takes place in London in November. Ripple's annual Swell Conference will be next month in November. Definitely looking for major announcements there. But Anthony says, look out for CBDC announcements in the next few weeks. Definitely getting us excited. Now, Emmy Yoshikawa from Ripple. Stablecoins drive more liquidity on the XRP Ledger DEX. Excited to see USD launched on the XRP Ledger. So when I shared this news about Stably creating a USD stablecoin on the XRP Ledger, a lot of people were asking me, well, why does this matter? What's this going to do for XRP? This is, you know, uh, this, this isn't going to do anything for us. No, it absolutely is. All these privately issued stable coins, all of these NFTs that are coming to the XRP ledger, all of even the meme coins that are being built on the XRP ledger, all of it adds liquidity. Now, do the memes and the NFTs add as much liquidity as a stable coin, as a CBDC being put on the XRP ledger? Absolutely not. The CBDCs are what's coming and it's gonna be truly incredible to watch. What this does is it drives more liquidity on that XRP ledger. And this is the beautiful setup here with XRP and Ripple is 
Although Ripple is the central bank, the settlement happens on the XRP ledger. Now, if you want to source liquidity, if you want a line of credit, if you need help introducing uh, crypto assets into your business plan, Ripple's there to hold your hand. But anybody can use the XRP ledger. This is the beautiful thing here. Now, Molly Elmore, I thought that she is laying out some good information here on central bank digital currencies, on crypto. Um, this post that she made right here, which was based off of the Ripple senior advisor, Anthony Welfare, saying that there will be CBDC announcements in the coming weeks. She says, for your information, there are two types of CBDCs. One, wholesale, where banks send money to other banks, including cross-border settlements. Number two, retail, where central bank issues programmable, programmable currency to the citizens, which she gives a thumb down on that one. She says, Ripple is more likely involved with number one. Absolutely, as we've been saying the whole time. The first, you go watch the first TikTok that I put out, I said, uh, XRP is a world reserve currency and uh, Ripple is the central bank of central banks. Now people get all caught up on that. Well, the central bank of central bank, because I, I compare them to the IMF, the central bank of central banks, which was wrong. The BIS is the central bank of central banks. It's the same damn point. You guys get caught up on these little nuances. Doesn't make a shit. Doesn't make a difference. Understand what's taking place. XRP is the wholesale CBDC. And the quick point on this too, a lot of people within the XRP community, a lot of people like myself, agree that the retail CBDC, where central banks issue programmable currency to citizens, they can shut you down, they can tell you how much you can buy of this and that, oh, you can't buy, oh, you voted the wrong way, oh, you, you know, you're a bad citizen, you're shut off. I don't like that either. But XRP is the wholesale CBDC that this system needs, okay? So we can be against CBDCs, we can, you know, uh, have our opinion about that, but nonetheless, it doesn't stop them from creating the central bank digital currencies, and it's not going to settle. It's not going to stop XRP from settling every damn thing of value on this planet. Now, so I put out the tweet. I said XRP is the wholesale CBDC. Ripple is the central bank. It's very simple. The settlement happens on the XRP ledger, though. You don't have to rely on Ripple for your settlement on the XRP ledger to take place. That's why Ripple. And the relationship with XRP is actually a better uh, situation. It's a better solution for banks, financial institutions versus uh, the Bank of International Settlements. Okay, you don't have to rely on the BIS. You don't have to rely on Ripple. You can just use the liquidity on the XRP ledger, the decentralized exchange that's built in to the XRP ledger. Now, speaking of the BIS, this is from Nathan Price on Twitter. Ripple has been tapped in for some years now. Check this out. This is a meeting that took place in Basel, Switzerland, where the Bank of International Settlements is located. And take a look at this. This is from October of 2014. And we have Miss Karen Gifford, Chief Compliance Officer at Ripple Labs, former Counsel and Officer, Litigation and Enforcement Group, Federal Reserve Bank of New York. How about that? How about that? So we had a chief compliance officer from Ripple Labs and the former counsel and officer of litigation and enforcement group at the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. Who's on your team? Who's helping push your cryptocurrency? Okay, the, I have no doubt, no doubt about what is about to take place as Digital Asset Investor puts it. And as I've been saying, even if we're half wrong about XRP, we still change our, our lives. We still take advantage of the greatest wealth transfer in the history of the world, even if we're half right about XRP. Digital asset investor, 
if even half of these comments are true, we need a lot more hype, not less. I don't lose my enthusiasm because of a temporary down market. I'm a believer. I know what I hold. I have seen too much. Get excited. Okay, we can do that, DAI. We can get excited. Let's let it, let's let it roll. Ordinary company. We are not here to make us have a small market share or do X, do Y and make small amount of money or something to happen. We are here to make a dent in the universe. Either we will change the remittance universe, the way you understand, the way value gets transferred across the world between people, between institutions, or we will just fade away. So it's almost zero or one. Well, I think we are moving into a new world order. But I think then where the digital assets fit in, like things like XRP and Bitcoin and Ethereum, they're kind of in that mid-range. They become, I think, like the Singapore dollar or the Swiss, Swiss franc, and they become useful in, you know, kind of lubricating the, the, the world to make it easier for those big four to get in the hands of people all around the world. Audience, what is Interledger's total addressable market size? All the money. <laughs> When XRP was created, this actually was created before Ripple existed, the creators of XRP decided there'd be 100 billion units because they saw it as a, you know, rather than having a smaller number with a very high price, they saw it as something they wanted to be a, effectively a global reserve currency. 10 years out on the financial crisis, we still don't have the infrastructure perhaps to prevent the next one. And I think this is where digital assets can really help because an efficient digital asset uh, can really solve um, some of the key problems in global liquidity. You know, the world's got trillions and trillions of dollars tied up in liquidity just to get around how clunky the movement of value is around the world. If with a really efficient digital asset, something like XR XRP, and that's what we believe will be the, the, the most efficient, um, you can now reduce trillions and trillions of capital from being tied up. So you can make those transfers instantly as a bank or as a payment provider or as an enterprise without having to have money pre-positioned all over the world. Uh, because I've always believed from the minute I read the consensus, the white paper on the consensus mechanism for XRP, I believed it had the, the capability of changing the world. All the money, global reserve currency, as liquid as a G10 currency, solving Nostra Vostra accounts, $30 trillion problem, and the list just goes on and on. Even if we're half right, we absolutely change our lives forever, and I have stacked up just a few XRP. I got just a couple. If you're wondering how big my bag is, just a couple. I just stacked a couple, just like my silver. Let's take a look here. Quick update on silver before we check out. The difference is getting larger by the day. If buyers on other exchanges are willing to pay this much more than manipulated Western exchange prices, at the very least, it would divert much more supply away from the West. What's taking place right now? Silver selling for $18.71 on the Shanghai Gold Exchange versus $17.91 on the London OTC. 4.5% difference versus yesterday, 3.4%. So there's a little bit of arbitrage, a little bit of discrepancy here between uh, what silver is selling for on some exchanges here. Talking about Shanghai Gold Exchange versus London OTC. Continuing on, JC, anyone watching the registered silver on the COMEX? Down another 1.8 million ounces today to less than 47.5 million ounces. The physical squeeze has begun and the paper silver squeeze, the likes of which we haven't seen in decades, could be imminent. A small hedge fund could spark it. It is the exact same situation that is taking place here with XRP and Ripple. 
you have XRP being withdrawn from the exchanges, Ripple returning the XRP back to the escrow, the remaining XRP that they do let get released out here into the world, going only to their on-demand liquidity partners. One hedge fund could shake up that silver market. All it's gonna take is one central bank to shake up Ripple XRP and the situation there, the dynamics that's taking place with XRP supply right away. Uh, so f folks, what am I doing right now? Cash on the sidelines, okay? I am ready to buy up these assets as they go lower. I've been dollar cost averaging the whole way down. This is some of the most staged events, the most staged collapse of the system we've ever seen. The amount of liquidity, the amount of issues that we have are valued in the trillions of dollars. We will solve them. But in the meantime, this is a complete sacrifice of any good person who is just trying to make a living any good person who's just trying to take care of their family. I hope that you guys are tapped in and have a program. If you're looking to get in touch with me, join our Discord group, head on over to my website, zachrector.com, and you can find all the information there. You can also roll over your 401k to some precious metals or get precious metals shipped directly to you by over on my website, the top link, precious metals. It's all there for you guys. This is an incredible setup. Definitely looking forward to taking advantage of this opportunity, and I hope you guys do as well. Have a fantastic day, and we will see you guys in the next one. Thank you. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in, and all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.